Welcome to this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Andel, and in this episode, we will talk about the Milwaukee Bucks winning the 2021 NBA Championship as they defeated the Phoenix Suns in six games. Bucks in six, as it goes. I have... A reoccurring guest on this episode of the podcast, Mark Trunk. Mark, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining. Yeah, so we we wanted to do an episode talking about the uh, big history that they made. First time in 50 years that they won the NBA title, 1971, was the last time before this time that they won the NBA title. So we have a lot to talk about. We're going to try and get it in uh, over the course of the next half hour or so. So I just want to do a recap of everything. But before we get to that, I want to kind of give all you listeners out there a look ahead to what's coming up on Big A Sports Show. So. Things are going to pick up, uh, ramp up even more coming up. I know that I've tried to uh, crank out as much content as possible when I can and when, when I'm available to, uh, and I'll continue to do that. I'll be stay, stayed committed to this podcast, always uh, something to do with fun in my free time. I love talking sports, so uh, it's it's a great way to, uh, to do that with, with having a podcast. So, yeah, uh, I... I'm looking to do uh, big NFL content like we did last year. A lot of you listeners remember last year. Uh, looking to continue that with with the NFL coverage for my podcast. Uh, maybe incorporate some fantasy football stuff uh, in a very you know safe way. You know, with, with that, no no betting or anything like that going on. But uh, do do want to uh, get get uh, some fantasy football uh talk going as far as maybe uh looking at some start sits week by week some just overall review of weeks preview to weeks things like that uh because that's another thing that i do in my free time that's fun to do fantasy stuff uh so yeah uh we're gonna do that and then uh maybe get some brewers stuff going i know that they're rolling there in first place so do you want to give it a shout out to the brewers uh, they're they're uh, got a seven seven game lead or so in the NL Central, so they got to keep it up in the second half here. Uh, had a great first half, so hopefully they can keep it up. And uh, do want to uh, incorporate the Brewers too, and maybe also some co- college stuff when we get to basketball and football season. So do want to continue to uh, try and keep my podcast as well rounded as possible, uh, always. So th- I thank you all, listeners, for joining uh every time uh easiest way to get all of my podcasts is to to subscribe it's available wherever you get your podcast so in when when every podcast you get alerts so so that's easier to track down my stuff otherwise if you would just want to search my my podcast you can do that too big a sports show uh it's pretty easy to to get access to so yeah i do appreciate all the continued support and looking to continue to get, get even more listeners as well uh so Without further ado, do you want to get into things here? I have been a Milwaukee Bucks fan my whole life. I lived through the 15-win year when they had uh, that that tough year when when Giannis was 
in the early stages of his career, and I believe they still had Chris Middleton at that time. Uh, that was probably short, shortly after they got him from the Pistons and that trade that they did involving Brandon Knight, I believe. So rough, rough years uh, in the past for the Bucks, but definitely building something, and they built a championship-winning team, and that's the key. They decided to go out in the offseason season acquired Drew Holiday. That was a great move by them. Uh, no offense to Eric Bledsoe by any means. Uh, he's, he's a talented point guard, but I think that everybody could agree that Drew Holiday is just a step higher than, than Eric Bledsoe uh, in, in that. So he he brings defensive toughness, makes great defensive plays, one of the best defenders out there, and also is a pretty good all-around offensive player too. So really good stuff from Drew Holiday this year. Then they got, you know, returning Brooke Lopez had a solid year. Maybe not what it he has been in the past as far as with the Bucks, but definitely the biggest thing for him is bringing the defense. He controls the Bucks defense. He anchors that Bucks defense. I know that Giannis gets all the credit and rightly so. Giannis makes all the blocks. I mean, Brooke does make some blocks, but Giannis makes some more uh I guess highlight blocks uh, to say so uh, but Brooke Lopez does a nice job and also he can shoot the three uh, occasionally uh, and, and do some work nice work down low so he does a great job protecting the rim and he had another great year uh, Chris Middleton a lot of people thought that the Bucks needed another star with and Chris Middleton wasn't a number two well Chris Middleton showed that he could be a number two and uh, he demonstrated that over the course of the season and into the playoffs. So shout out to Chris Middleton. Giannis, doing Giannis things. He's a great player, MVP, all-world talent. Had another great year. And thinking back, I mean, in the Hawks series, everybody thought after that injury that, that kind of, nasty-looking injury that he had. People thought he's not going to be coming back. He's out for the year. Maybe next year he's out. Thank so much that he avoided the worst. There wasn't any ligament damage, nothing like that. Just something that he had needed to give some time to rehab a little bit, but he didn't miss much time, and the Bucks were smart with it. They, they wanted to be cautious with him. But the things in the Atlanta series, if, if they went to add Giannis, not to say they couldn't finish and win, win the title because they're still a pretty good team, even without Giannis, although with Giannis, they're even better. I mean, Giannis is great and, uh, and, and that, but definitely would have hurt their odds to win the title. And he came back and did great things and does what he always does. And really want to give a shout-out, too, to Coach Budenholzer. He has been a lot of people, as far as Bucks fandom, a lot of people in favor of him, but some people, for rightful reasons, not so much for him because of his past playoffs where he has great teams in the regular season, and then when he gets to the playoffs, he doesn't bring it as much. And I know that a coach can only do so much and it's on the players to, to perform and, and get you so far. But there is also a coaching re- record in the postseason, and that's 
kind of what you what you look at, fair or not, as far as you know how much it's on the coach or not. But Coach Boonholzer did a great job, really fighting through a lot of adversity. The Bucks were down time and time again in this postseason. O two, people thought they were done. They they weren't going to win. Brooklyn series down O two. A lot of people wrote them off. This series against the Suns, 0-2. A lot of people wrote them off. They swept the Heat, and even in the Atlanta series, they 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 had some adversity in there. They they definitely had some adversity. The the Heat series I that I just spoke of, not so much. They swept the Heat, but from that point of Hawks, or rather Nets, then it's Hawks, then it's Suns. A lot of adversity. And you deal with adversity all the time in sports, but a new level of adversity in the playoffs when there's these all-world talents that you're facing, you're, you're an all-world team in, in, in your own right with the Bucks, and you have to fight down 0-2. I mean, your margin for error is next to nothing. And they had some moments where there was swing games, as they call it, game five. It's a swing game. If the team wins, they're up, they're up three one in this scenario. If if the if the team loses, then it's then it's two two, and uh, that's kind of where where the Bucks were at, especially in the Sun series. If the Suns would have won, it would have been three one. But the Bucks won. They tied the series, and from then on, they won four in a row. So. With all that being said, let's bring Mark in. Mark, what are your thoughts? Said they would do what they could to get him a title. They did it. Yes, the crowd is a lot. Five first rounders, two players. It's all worth it already. It's essential. And then getting guys like Bobby Portis for pretty much nothing in terms of NBA money. And look at his contributions. And I think you have to give John Post credit when he makes said he's not working, he makes adjustments. He had to sign Tory Craig and DJ Augustine in the offseason. And Tory Craig was, he was all right. I'm not sure what was going on with maybe him and Boomhoser if they didn't click, but he didn't play. They moved, 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 moved down from him. 
DJ obviously, unfortunately for him, he was not having a good season. And to turn DJ Agassi and DJ Wilson, who are two players that were not getting much time, they weren't contributing a ton during the season, to flip back to DJ who we saw his impact, um, we saw his impact, especially in the Nets series and other series, is amazing. That is how you win championships. Yes, you need to get the star players, but you always need role players. So it's credit to John Horse and also to Mike Brunholzer because everyone, like I was saying, they said he's so stubborn, doesn't adjust. They tried certain different things in the regular season and they knew what was going to work by the time they got to the postseason. So that was huge. And then it seems like this crash around the stand for that. Right, Yeah, it seems like it's been going on for quite some time, but the Bucks also have had some very long series. I mean, they had the Nets series go to seven games. The Sun series, thankfully, they ended in six because not saying if it would have got to seven, they would have lost, but then you're going back to Phoenix, and we all know what Phoenix is like, their home crowd and the the whole counting to ten for Giannis free throws and things like that. And they had some long series with the exception of the Heat series, which went very fast, four games, swept them. But from then on... They had a long series with the Nets, the Hawks, and the Suns. And guys like Patrick and some stuff that and also if you're talking about it for his guys who I the other thing I want to talk about is times this playoffs. After game two and they lost by like fifty points and people are like, no, they can't five at Brooklyn when they had Zoom's lead, remember? They're up by seventeen. And they also third and fourth in the game. After the time, the series is over. They come back after Christmas and it's at 30 points. They lose it to the win. Then they go. I'm the winner. They beat seven. They thought they could win. And they're going to get seven. And then they have the Hawks series where the Hawks was hurt. Because they're saying, oh, they're going to get the Hawks for the rest of the year. Players and the coaches are 
look into what they're doing. And it's it's really great for the city to finally get a championship. We had so many close calls with brewers and the Bucks over the years. It's it's tough to keep track at this point, but it doesn't matter. We got it done, and the future looks great for this franchise. Then we play locked up for a while through holiday, Christmas, and yes. And the new arena, a growing fan base, lots of players in the NBA are going to want to come along to it. And I sent a lot to, what was I going to say? I don't know what I was going to say. There's just some positive things to say about the Bucks. I was going to say that. I don't know what I was gonna say. I'm losing track. You, you, you take the ball from that. All right, sounds good. Yeah, uh, I'll give you time to to think about what you're gonna say there. But uh, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to 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 Coach Budenholzer. I mean, a lot of people, and I was kind of a part of this this camp, so to speak. Of you know, he's a really good coach. I want to preface this by saying that he's a really good coach. His resume speaks for it. He's a part of the Coach Popovich coaching tree. He's very talented. But I was a part of this camp before this whole championship run. In years past, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Coach Budenholzer does—he doesn't adjust much. He doesn't—he—he he just kind of d- does what he does and, and hopes that hopes that it works and it pays off." And I noticed, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Mark, but I noticed, I think that Coach Bunoza made some adjustments. There was some times where he would only play his top players only so much time, like there was a minute cutoff. And once they got to that threshold of however many minutes, then you're coming out of the game. Coach Budenholzer saw that this team was very special. He saw that there was something there as far as a championship team. And not to say in years past, he didn't think that in that time. He probably did. But this team, you just felt something. You just felt that this team was even more special than teams they had in the past. And they they were because they won the title. And I just want to give a shout-out there and – really doing a nice job with that. And I think also some adjustments in game-to-game strategy too. Um, I can't really put my finger on it as far as that goes, but did a nice job there. So, uh, Mark, I know you kind of wanted to touch on that, so I'll, I'll let you get in on that here too. It looked like they couldn't be stopped, but they changed up the strategy where they weren't helping as much and people were really talking about the baskets, so they still had a series more. Unfortunately, there are some cases where some series are going to get open, but that's just going to happen in the NBA. Um, they, they learned not to follow it after game one. I think that was a big, a big adjustment for them because. Remember, Remember game one, they're like, geez, the Suns are making it. Yeah. 
That was another good adjustment. The best had the edge and cruise was Oh yeah, one of the best performances you'll ever see. 50 points, and yeah, he did a, and he made his free throws. Yeah, that was a great, great job by Giannis, and he he brought it when it when it matters most, and he brings it all the time. But there's something to be said for for a clutch player. He comes in in clutch moments like that. Really not, not wanting to mess with with playing a game seven, going back to Phoenix, wanting to finish it in Milwaukee in front of the home fans. The Deer District was rowdy. They they were jam packed there, and then they had a jam packed arena. I think I saw something today that there were about a hundred thousand people within a however many mile radius, yeah. which is crazy and great to see. And just a lifelong memory that that all Bucks fans will will take away, Mark, you you and me included. And uh, yeah, it's it's really good to see. I'm sure Coach Budenholzer, rightfully so, will, will get an extension. Uh, they'll they'll probably uh, give him an extension. I think he's got only one more year left in his deal, so they'll get him him an extension. It'll also be interesting to see too what they do and. Now I'm just happy that they they made the they won the title and I hope that they win more titles coming up. But winning a title in the NBA is great and it's hard to do. And a lot of people talk about dynasties and things like that. The Bucks could be the dynasty, but and I hope that they are. Let me let me just stress that I hope that they are. I want them to be. We all want them to be as Bucks fans. But it's hard to do. It's really hard to do. I remember when the Bucks had those calls against the Raptors and they lost. And a lot of people thought that the Raptors are going to be the next greatest thing. Now, granted the Raptors lost Kawhi Leonard to free agency and he went to the Clippers. So that really hurt them. But a lot of people thought that the Raptors were the next best thing. And the Raptors had a really down year last year. And now they're kind of in a tough spot. They have a lot of, you know, aging players, good players, but aging players. And, they just have to kind of find their direction, find where they're going. I think that they're still bought in, but you never know as far as whether they want to go for it or kind of maybe do a small rebuild. But I just want to say that it's really hard to do. It's really hard to, to win a title in the NBA. And I think it's harder. One of the hardest sports to do as far as professional wise. I mean, I think that uh, I heard you and, Yeah. 
So, I mean, yeah, the bus had some decisions to make with uh, yep. people like Tucker, Brent Forbes. We'll see what they do there. And I, I don't know if Dante has maybe one more year or if he's uh, due for. But it's it's a great it's a great problem to have. They have an NBA title. They've been an attraction for teams now in recent years since that since they you know have this this core of a team and, and things like that. A lot more people want to come to Milwaukee. And now you want to come to Milwaukee even more. I mean, Bobby Portis, there was an article, I think, in The Athletic by Sham Charnia that, that wrote that, you know, basically the gist of it is, I'm prefacing it here, but the gist is he texted Giannis or something like that, saying that he thinks that he needs to be on this team and he would be a good fit because he watched the Bucs in past years and he wants to be that next missing piece. And, yeah, he was really good. He had, They had the Bobby, Bobby chance going. And really shout out to him, too, because in the Nets series, he wasn't playing much. And I remember talking about it with you, Mark, and, a, and, a few, and I think a, a few other people about how where's Bobby Portis? I mean, he was a guy that was – an integral part of their bench as far as a, a role player coming in and giving them good minutes. And maybe it was just, maybe it was just a matchup thing where Brooklyn size wise, things like that. And Bobby's got pretty good size, but maybe, maybe it was just a, maybe it was just a matchup thing, but he stayed ready and you have to give him credit. He stayed ready. And as a pro, that's what you have to do, but he stayed ready. He got back in there. He maximized his moments and he did a very good job. He was one of the X factors, I think, in this championship run, especially in the Sun Series, and uh, did a great job uh, playing his role. Uh, did some good things in the Hawks Series, too. I think he got some pretty good moments there as well. And uh, all season, really good contributor. So uh, good, good on Bobby as far as that goes. And maybe also some of the rookies, too, that didn't play much. This year might get more time next year. Uh, Jordan Wara, we we saw a really good player offensive-wise. Maybe defensively, a little, little bit to be desired there. Now, no offense to him. He is a rookie, so a lot of players start out where they don't, you know, their defense is kind of suspect. But give him time. He'll have some time to, to be coached up even more. He'll have some time to work on it. And I think maybe he could be a contributor, hopefully. Maybe not, but we'll see. And Sam Merrill's a good shooter. So maybe maybe he could work on his defense a little bit, be a contributor. Mark, what were you going to say? I just said, before we wrap up, and yes, the Bucks were another um, young players that could contribute. A couple of these plays that were made on the defense by the Bucks. The Giannis Black yes. We have to touch on those. Yes. Yes. Those are amazing plays. And also shout out to all the media people. Ted Davis had a great radio call for it. I mean, NBA Ted, he's one of the best in the business. He did a great job. A lot of other people did a nice job uh, in the in the media industry for calling games for, for different 
stations and networks. So, so good on them for that. And a lot of memorable material out there within the media uh, for this Bucks run. And hopefully they can be a dynasty. I mean, they, they have all the makings. Mark touched on it with how they have their core locked up. He touched on the big three that they have, Holiday, Middleton, and Giannis. And I think that they still have Brooke for another year or two. Maybe they, set, maybe they sign him to an extension. P.J. Tucker would be nice to have back as far as a player that I think has really bought into Milwaukee. He's bought into the culture. Uh, really has become close with Pat Connaughton, among other people. Uh, I know that there was a, a vi- video. Yeah, I know that there was a video that surfaced out there on Bucks uh, Media uh, between Pat and uh, and PJ. Uh, they have a pretty good bond, uh, and some other players too. Hopefully, they can get Bobby Portis back. Brent Forbes. I know he didn't play much in the finals, but I still like his shooting uh, prowess and. He's still a pretty young player, so uh, he could be a good role player for them. Hopefully they bring him back if he wants to be back. And why wouldn't you want to be back? Uh, but we'll see what happens there. And uh, just what what a season. What a great season by the Bucks. I almost can't believe it's true, but it's true. They are NBA champs. And uh, we are so fired up uh, for Big A Sports Show. That they brought a title back to Milwaukee. All Bucks fandom is happy. Coaches, there you go, there you go. Coaches, ownership, players, everybody that's a part of it, uh, training staff, everybody, all of it. Everybody gets a big MVP to their name because they made it all go. They made a championship work, and here we are. Go Bucks, go Bucks and six. And until we talk again. Thank you, Mark, to being on for another edition, and we will talk with you all very soon. For Big H Sports Show, I'm Adam Van Handel.